Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. I don't believe that I've shared this on a podcast episode yet, but here in Florida, we are actually cohabitating with the in-laws. So we have four of us living in a 964 square foot condo, which has been interesting to say the least, especially with coming down with COVID while they were here, trying to isolate and not get get everyone sick. But we are all on the mend and continuing to feel better and just learning how to cohabitate together. So definitely implementing a lot of the life coaching practices that I've learned, um, getting coached on it personally, as well as doing a lot of self-coaching and just continuing to create awareness and work through my thoughts. Let's get started with today's episode, episode number 84, Five Life-Changing Truths. We have just one more podcast here in January, and I want to close out the theme that I started this month with some very impactful ideas on how you can make 2022 your most amazing year yet. Today, I'm sharing some life-changing lessons that I've learned over the past few years that each in their own way has brought about tremendous change and growth. I know it's important to trust God's timing, but I'm not going to lie and say that I wish I would have learned these things earlier in my life because knowing this would have spared me a lot of self-afflicted grief and pain in my past. And the great thing about what I'm sharing with you is you've got everything you need right now to learn, understand, and put them to work in your life. The power of these is within all of us right now, just waiting to be unleashed. And that's the one big idea I want to share with you today. God has given each of us incredible gifts that allow us to live our most abundant human life right here, right now, in this world today. But it's up to us to have that awareness and understanding and put our gifts to work. So let's dive in. Most of these are concepts that I've shared in depth about in other podcasts. So I'll be sure to share that podcast episode number so that you can go back and learn more about the ones that connect with you. And I'm pretty sure most of these will. The first one is, I control my thoughts and feelings. This is what I call true emotional adulthood. And it took me a long time to get here. And sometimes I'm still a work in progress. So don't worry if you find yourself not here yet. It's, it's understanding I have the ability to be in full control of both my thoughts and feelings and taking full responsibility for them. 
There are two amazing things about this. First, this means I can take charge of all my negative self-talk rather than simply being at its will. That I can take charge of my thoughts and create more of the emotions I want to have in my life. The second is that I don't have to depend on others for me to feel good. Because when we think that's how the world works, guess what we do? We spend most of our time and energy trying to control others so that they act how we need them to, so that we can feel good. You can give up trying to control others because you know your feelings aren't dependent on what they decide to do or not do. And that is so freeing and liberating because now I can use that time and energy to focus on what I really want more of in my life. And that's not trying to control others, which by the way, is not really possible. So it usually leads to the opposite of what we want, which is a lot of frustration and anger. Emotional adulthood starts with your thoughts because your thoughts cause your feelings. Since it starts with our thoughts, we have to build awareness of what we're thinking. And that can be tricky because so much of our thinking is very subtle. It happens automatically in our subconscious so that we're not fully aware of the thoughts that are making us feel the way that we feel. Let me give you an example. If you have feelings of inadequacy or inferiority, you probably have some thoughts playing in the back of your mind saying something like this, you're not enough, you're not good enough, or you can't face rejection again, you can't risk failing again. Those thoughts and feelings lead us to think that we have to be perfect and that we have to prove ourselves to others. When we're aware of our thoughts, then we can go to work on changing them. And that will also change the way that we ultimately feel. God tells us that we're the controller of our thoughts, that we can take them captive, and that our thoughts are what drive everything in our life. If you want to dive deeper into this, check out a podcast series that I did on this in episodes 55 to 57. The second one is, I can feel any emotion without reacting to it. We don't have to be a slave to our negative emotions. What I mean is we don't have to react in ways that we don't want to. We don't have to lash out at others and we don't have to resist them by raiding the pantry for our favorite foods or pouring ourselves a glass of wine to de-stress. We have the ability to simply feel them, allow them, process them, let them flow through our bodies, and then move on to the next thing we really want to do in our lives. Isn't that amazing? And here's something else we also know, that they're going to show up all the time in our lives. God tells us exactly that. Our lives are not designed to be perfect. Our lives are not designed to be one happy moment after another. Sure, we can always have the sense of underlying joy in our lives when we're connected to God, but on the surface, there are still going to be lots of negative emotions we experience on the regular. 
Here's the thing. Most of us have been conditioned to resist them, avoid them, escape them. That's where the food, the wine, all our short-term habits that take us away from the intentional life we really want, where those come in. Think of all our habits that lead to long-term net negative consequences in our life. Did you know emotions are simply vibrations in our bodies? and most only last about 90 seconds if we allow and process them rather than resist them. And when we resist them, they always show back up even stronger than they were before. Think about how your life would change if you would welcome your negative emotions in and take away all their destructive power that comes from resisting and reacting to them. Here's the thing. When you understand that the worst thing that can happen is an emotion and there isn't any emotion that you aren't willing to feel, your whole world will open up in ways you can't even imagine. I dove into this more in podcast number 57, but I haven't done one podcast on this and the power that it can bring to your life. So I'm going to add that to my lineup and do one here soon. The third one is love is the most empowering feeling. God knew exactly what he was doing when he made love the central focus of his two greatest commandments to love him with all our mind, strength, and soul and to love others like we love ourselves. Did you notice that last part? Like we love ourselves. God didn't create us to hate on ourselves, but yet through all our worldly experiences and negative self-talk, that's where most of us end up. And again, it's subtle, right? Because you might be thinking, I don't hate myself. Well, maybe not in the whole, but look at those cracks and crevices. If you struggle with your weight or your body image or with your career or money, what do you see there? Are you speaking words of encouragement or beating yourself up every time something goes wrong or all the things you just can't seem to get right? The emotion of love is so misunderstood. We think that if we love ourselves in those areas, that we'll even fall farther into the abyss. We'll just let ourselves bury our face in that bag of chips or that bowl of ice cream. But here's the disconnect. Love, it doesn't do that. Hating on ourselves does. Love is actually the most empowering feeling that we can have. Think about what you do for others that you have strong feelings of love for. Do you hate on them? Do you put them down? Do you try to sabotage them? Tell them that they'll never be enough? Of course not. You do quite the opposite, right? Well, that's exactly what you'll do in your life when you love yourself fully and unconditionally in all the areas. Love moves us to take positive, constructive actions. The paradox of this and what I failed to understand for the longest time is that we have to have that love first before we can do what we want. Most of us have this all wrong. We think once we do the thing, whatever that thing is, lose the weight, get the job, have a great marriage, then, 
that's when we can love ourselves. But that's a lie because love is the only way we're going to be able to get there. The love always has to come first. When you realize this, you can see how you're very likely approaching things that you want to change in your life from the wrong place. Check out podcast episode number 58 for a deeper dive on this. And there are a number of other podcasts about the importance of having a healthy love for yourself. The fourth concept is you can believe anything you want. I've touched on this quite a bit here recently as this was the workshop we dove into in our Created for More membership in December. It's a remarkable thought to have and it's even more remarkable to take action on. We can create any sentence, any thought that we want to have and we can make it something we believe fully in. And similar to how love empowers us to take constructive actions, it's creating that belief and then living in that belief that's going to really drive us to make the belief a reality in our life. You see, most people get all their beliefs from their past. But when you're doing that, all you're going to do is create more of your past. But here's what's available to you and I. We can choose right now to believe in new future outcomes that we want in our life. And that will allow us to live into that belief and make it our reality. Most of us don't even realize this because that's not what we've been taught. We've been taught how to protect ourselves by not dreaming too big, by being quote unquote realistic, by not getting our hopes up. But what type of life do you think those beliefs lead to? Let's use a weight loss example that I see all the time. Someone's goal is to lose 100 pounds, but they tell themselves that's too hard, so I'd just be happy to lose 50. Do you see how this belief is rooted in their past? They're relying on a belief that tells them losing weight is hard because that's what the evidence from their past has taught them. That belief is going to make it a struggle to lose 10 pounds, yet alone 50 or 100, because now their brain is just going to keep looking for more evidence confirming how hard it is to lose weight. But how about if they believed a new thought from their future? What if they believed it is possible for me to lose 100 pounds because other women, other women have done it? What if they practiced fully believing that and living that out? Now they're much more likely to lose not just the 50, but the whole 100 pounds that they truly want to. When you embrace this truth in your life, and when you understand this is what God tells us, It opens up your world to all kinds of amazing possibilities. Listen to exactly what Jesus says about this. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. There's so much truth and power in this. Check out my podcast that I did called Dreams and Desires. It's episode number 78. And last but not least, 
Number five is you don't have to know the how, just how to get started. This is one that is very near and dear to my heart because this is something that stopped me so many times in the past. I felt like I needed to know every step of the process from start to finish before I could buy into even getting started. And I needed to know that because I needed to be able to evaluate before I started whether I thought it would actually work for me or not. Like if certain steps are going to be involved, then count me out because I can't or won't do that. Here's why this is never true. Because along our journey, we're always growing and we're always evolving. What we learn, what we understand, what we believe, what we overcome on our journey is always changing what we're open to doing. And because of that, our how is changing too. Let me give you a personal example here that I think you can probably relate to. There are so many things I've done in the past few years that if you told me this was the way to launching and growing a successful membership, I never would have started in the first place. But now that I'm here, I'm discovering new hows all the time and I'm enjoying the process. If I followed the pattern of my past, I would have never even started this journey because the how, it was too murky. Yes, I knew how to get started, but I didn't know much past that. You can apply this same thing to anything you want to do in your life, whether it's find your dream job, lose all your weight for good, work on your most important relationships, or fix your finances. Just focus on how to get started, how to believe in the ultimate how that works for you that will present itself along your journey. So there you have it, my friends, five truths and concepts that each on their own can change your life and your outlook on it. This is the incredible world God has created for us. It's up to each of us to make the most of it. And using these truths in your life will help you do exactly that. Next week, join me as I share about our self-talk problems and what we can do about them. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.